Well, sometimes the meteorologists tell us to brace for the worse, and then we get only a dusting. But this time, they hit the nail right on the head. I mean, we got crazy snow. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Anyway, in addition to this week's announcements, I'm going to share with you an update on the young Palestinian girl that we've been praying for, Rania. Today is January the 10th, 2024, and this is your Midweek Connection. this week's announcements. Number one, Pastor Brett is holding a workshop focused on how to study the Bible. The dates are Sunday, February the 18th and the 25th from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. in the community room. Now this workshop is going to be focused on the coma method of biblical interpretation and Brett will introduce you to other tools that you can use to read and interpret God's Word accurately and effectively. Child care will be provided for both sessions, and the deadline to register is February the 4th. I invite you to use the link that's going to be provided in this Friday's email blast to register. Number two, membership class will be held on Sunday, February the 18th at 4 p.m., if you're interested in learning more about the Mission Church and what it means to be a member here, this class is for you. Now you can register by using the link provided in this Friday's email blast. Also, child care can be available if you need it. And if you do, we need to know sooner than later so that we can make appropriate uh, arrangements. Number three, Second Sunday Prayer Gathering is this Sunday, January the 14th, at 8.30 a.m. We meet in the community room and Keith Stahl will be leading that gathering and I hope to see you there. Number four, the Next Steps resource table that is there in the Mission Cafe still has free resources for you. So I encourage you to stop by this Sunday to see if there's something there that can help you as you seek to grow as a Christian in 2024. I'm sure that there's something there that can be of help. Number five, birthday offering for Jesus has increased since Sunday. On Sunday, I announced that uh, our birthday offering for Jesus was $27,556. Well, now it is $28,786. Once again, I thank you for your generous giving to help Mission Aviation Fellowship have resources to accomplish their important mission. Now, in relationship to this offering and Mission Aviation Fellowship, Jane received an email from the Applebee's, and this is what it had to say. Praise the Lord for an incredibly generous Christmas offering from the Mission Church that can be used for some specific Mission Aviation Fellowship ministry needs, namely Bible dedications or deliveries, 
and discipleship programs, and also a big need for specific tools for Moody Aviation. I was in tears when we received the news. Truly, God is good. Additionally, we've also been personally blessed with a gift that allowed Dan to finally replace his 33-year-old toolbox. He was a college student at Moody when he purchased it, and now he has a shiny new and bigger one. Pretty important thing when you are a maintenance technician and instructor. All gifts are from the Lord, and many of you are givers who help sustain us in ministry. For this, we are so very blessed and grateful. Thank you for your many prayers on our behalf. You truly are a gift and a blessing from the Lord. Yeah, that's great, isn't it? To be able to really uh, bless someone else in what they are doing to further the kingdom of God in this world. Well, number six, and finally, I just want to say that yesterday's storm and the threat of another one on Friday prompts me to say that on any given Sunday during the winter, if you feel that conditions are such that you just cannot safely make it to our worship gathering, then I just want you to remember that we live stream each Sunday. So no matter the weather, as long as Dale and I, and hopefully someone to lead music, can get to the building, then we will hold the worship gathering online. So should the conditions be less than ideal this Sunday, or any Sunday for that matter, you can connect via our website or Facebook. Okay. Well, that's all I have for announcements today. Now, an update on our Palestinian friend, Rania. Well, I plan to resume questions for the pastor next week, and I have a few left in the queue from 2023. So if you sent a question in uh, a month or so ago, uh, I haven't forgot you, and uh, we'll be getting to those here starting next week. But also just want to say that if you have a question that you would like for me to respond to, just send it to the address there on the screen, mrose at the mission, dsm.org. And when I receive that, I'll place it in the queue and I'll do my best to address it in a very practical, biblical way in the next few weeks coming up. Okay. Well, like I said, today I want to give you an update on the young lady that we have been praying for. She is a Palestinian in Gaza, and we got an update on her situation just this last week. Let me give you a little backstory. Rania was an exchange student in, I believe it was 2022, and she lived with Jeff and Ellen Fisher during her time here in the States. Although not a Christian, she, she came to the mission church each Sunday, and she took part in our youth group, and she also volunteered in our kitchen for Wednesday night suppers. Uh, she is an exceptional young lady who developed relationships with others in the youth group, and Vicki Balmer, one of our adult youth group volunteers, has also kept in touch with her since her return to Gaza. But since the war between Israel and Hamas broke out, life for Rania has been extremely difficult and dangerous. 
and communication has not been consistent. However, the Fishers did get an update from Rania, and I thought it would be good to share that with you so that you can continue to hold her up in prayer. Now, while she was here, Rania began calling Ellen Mom. And so she writes, Hi, Mom. This is Rania. I haven't, I didn't have internet for the past 40 plus days, and so I have just connected to the internet. The situation is very hard right now. Airplanes are bombing heavily and randomly, and the Israeli tanks are close from where we are right now. We have evacuated many times and keep moving from one place to another. We don't have any place to go to now, and the UNRWA, which stands for United Nations Relief and Works Agency, their schools are full. They are not letting anyone get into any school. Most of my extended family members are dead or displaced, and food is scarce, and the water that we drink is polluted. We have less than one meal per day, and we're suffering from malnutrition and dehydration. My mother is super sick. She limps and struggles to walk well. She goes on to tell that her brother is here in the U.S., but since he uh, is not a citizen or a holder of a green card, there's really nothing he can do to help her get out of Gaza and perhaps come back to the United States. Of course, like anyone in this situation, she's, she's trying to find a way to get out of Gaza and to get someplace safe. And, you know, as I think about that and I watch the images on TV, I try to imagine what life is like for this teenage girl. But you know, I don't think that I can imagine it, and I don't think you can imagine it either. You know, we've never experienced anything even remotely close to what she's going through. And my heart goes out to Rania. My heart goes out to Rania. You know, when it comes to this war, uh, she's an innocent bystander, really. Um, she's got no dog in the hunt, as they say. She's just trying to survive. And I fully understand why Israel is attacking Gaza. I fully understand that. And yet, there is collateral damage when war takes place. And so, I've been asking God to protect her, to provide for her, to reveal himself to her, because as of now, she is not a Christian. And her life hangs in the balance each and every day. So, I share this update with you to ask that you join me in prayer for Rania. First and foremost, I ask that you pray for her spiritual eyes, that they would be opened. And as they are, that she would repent of sin and turn to Jesus as her Savior and Lord. For listen, for if all of her problems were to be solved, and she has many, Unless she comes to faith in Christ, it would mean nothing. It would be nothing, ultimately. So we pray for her salvation. Number two, I encourage you to pray for her physical safety. Each day, she has to fight for food, for water, for a place to sleep. She's in danger from so many different angles. 
And so let us ask God to protect her and her family physically. And thirdly, let us pray that she will not become radicalized, which I think would be easily done in the adverse circumstances that she's living under. No doubt she probably doesn't really seem to know which way is up or which way is down, whose narrative to believe, because there are so many false narratives competing for her attention. So let us pray that she will not fall into the false narrative and become radicalized. And four, let us pray that she will be able to find a way out of Gaza so that she might have a chance to live. I'm, I'm surprised, honestly, that she is still alive now because she's been right there in the thick of it. But I pray that she will have a chance to live and that in living, she might come to find eternal life in Christ Jesus. So, would you pray with me? Let's take a moment to pray for Rania right now. Heavenly Father, I lift Rania up to you. I don't even know her last name, just her first. But you know her. You know her personally. And you know the circumstances that she's living under. And I know that you love her, and I know that you care for her. And it may be hard for her to even understand that. But I pray that in these adverse circumstances, you would break through to her heart, her soul, that you would reveal yourself to her, that she could come to know that even in these difficult situations that she's in, that you love her and you care for her, and that you love her so much that you gave your life, Lord Jesus, to bear her sin and to rise from the dead to bring eternal life. May she turn to you in repentance and faith and become saved. Lord, I pray that you would protect her physically. I pray that you would protect her family. I pray that you would provide food and water and shelter for them. And Father, if it be your will that you would provide a way out of Gaza, perhaps even to come back to the United States, that she might have an opportunity to live, live for you specifically. So Lord, I lift her and others like her up to you and just pray for peace there in Israel, there in Gaza, there in the broader scope of the Middle East. Only you, the Prince of Peace, can make that happen. And so I appeal to you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, this coming Sunday brings us back to the revelation of Jesus Christ, the book of Revelation. And we will begin unpacking Revelation chapter 4 through a sermon titled, Heaven's Throne. John got a glimpse of the throne of God in heaven. And because he got that and wrote about it, we're gonna get a glimpse as well. And I look forward to sharing some of that with you. I look forward to our worship and our fellowship together. Until then, stay warm and safe, and Lord willing, uh, we'll be able to be together this coming Lord's Day. God bless, and have a great week.